Welcome back to the program. I'm Rubina Ahmed Huck, and this is On Point. I will be your host all this week, today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. I hope you'll join me 7 to 10 here on the radio station where we're going to break down everything that's happening during the day. This is the the, the beauty of having uh, the privilege of hosting a show at the end of the day. You get to sort of just sponge it all in. And then at the end of the day, you you have time to formulate some sort of point of view and opinion, and you get the best kind of guests because you hear what everyone's got to say during the day, and then you have lots of time to talk about it because we are not a news bulletin show. We are a, a show that discusses stories in, in depth. And one story that has been on our radar is Twitter. We've been talking so much about uh, what the future of Twitter means I know friends of mine have said they're leaving Twitter because Elon Musk is now the CEO and they don't like the direction it's going in. Uh, there has been a rise in uh, racist, misogynistic, uh, homophobic tweets, anti-Semitic, all of the above. Everything that we have, uh, I thought at this point, learned that we should not say or promote online. Uh, we shouldn't promote anywhere. We shouldn't promote an, uh, anywhere at all. And um, knowing that a platform is now willing to let people say those things is uh, is worrisome. Uh, so just after days taking control of the social media giant Twitter, uh, billionaire Elon Musk recommended that voters pick Republican candidates for Congress. And this is after in when he in back in April when he had said for Twitter to deserve public trust. It must be politically neutral. So he's going all the way against what he had first said he wanted uh, Twitter to be once he took over as CEO. Uh, he's also the CEO, as, as you know, of Tesla. He's facing criticism from some groups or over his absolutist stance on free speech. They expect his position to increase the volume of misinformation and hate speech on the platform, which is the last thing that we need, uh, considering everything that we have been through, not just during the pandemic, but over the last five or six years, where people have been divided on so many issues because of what's fed to them through all the social media platforms. Uh, to discuss this and what the future of Twitter may be, we're joined by Darshan Maharaja. He's a podcaster and political blogger. Darshan, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Rubina. Uh, your your reaction uh, to today, Elon Musk coming out and saying that voters should vote Republican uh, on his platform, which he had said in the past he wants to keep uh, neutral uh, and and not have any uh, not give any political leaning either way. Well, first of all, political endorsements by legacy media are standard fare, especially for print media, newspapers, and magazines. So he's not breaking new ground here. Number one. But he's not. A, he's not. Those are not professional journalists. Those are not. Uh, like I went to journalism school. We know how to mm -hmm. write a story. We know how to fact check. I mean, Twitter. Any my dad can open Twitter and he can say anything. It is not. It. it, it there's no checks and balances. I mean, that's. A, yes, media often does show you know who they support in an election but that is through that 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 is a completely different um me, uh, that is a different medium of getting information yeah but what he actually said uh, that tweet was unfortunately not uh, you know reproduced by cbc in the report i saw that report where he said that uh, you know uh, shared power between the two parties, Republicans and Democrats, uh, curbs the worst excesses of both parties. Therefore, 
he recommends that people vote uh, Republican uh, for the Senate because the presidency is Democrat. So I don't think it is reasonably possible to disagree with this because you flip the equation and the statement is still equally true. So it's not partisan uh, in the sense that you support this party no matter what, but you support this party because of this logic, which it's uh, hard to disagree with. But doesn't that go against what he's saying is that uh, they must be politically neutral? I understand what you are saying, that in order to have balance of power, uh, because the president of the United States is Democrat, uh, then a voting Republican now is going to create that balance. And that if it was the other way around when Donald Trump was president, that he would have said the other thing. We don't know that, though. We don't know whether he would have said that. Do you think it's better for him just to say nothing and let let the platform be what it is, which is a platform for the public to talk about whatever it is it's on their minds? Well, he is a member of the public, so there is a gray area here. Uh, as the owner of this social media platform, he has a higher visibility. So I can understand the concern about this. But one problem that I have is uh, our definition of neutrality, which seems to be in some doubt right now. I'll give you an example, and this is from personal experience. When I learned that uh, trees could be, you know, forests could be cut down and the wood could be used to, you know, burn to generate electricity, my question was whether this is green energy. And uh, several times I've asked this question and I've been called climate denier, whereas I'm just trying to find out if burning wood qualifies as green energy. So neutrality as a concept is under tremendous challenge right now. There are so many issues on which you cannot even ask a question so as to define what constitutes neutral ground. So being politically neutral is a, is a big challenge. And of course, he said that he wanted Twitter to be neutral. Now, the question is whether he, you know, posting a political endorsement means that Twitter is not neutral. So these are the deeper issues. But, uh, you know, in the heat of the moment, we don't have time to reflect on this. Something happens, we have to react, including media. I don't fault them. They have to react mm. immediately. But over a period of time, I think we need to uh, go to the basics and figure out uh, what our definitions are. Darshan, thank you so much uh, for joining us today on the program and, and for sharing your thoughts. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time. My pleasure. That's uh, Darshan uh, Maharaja. He's a podcaster and political blogger, making that interesting comparison there of something that he said in the past uh, that got some criticism. Uh, the, the, the fact is, though, he is the CEO of one of the most powerful social media companies in the world. And with power comes a lot of responsibility. So it's just like the bank CEOs, they can't just come out and say whatever they think about the interest rate announcements. They, uh, the, the prime minister of a country can't just say whatever he thinks about a war happening uh, across the world. They need to they need to use their words carefully so that it does not send a message that this is the right way or this is the wrong way. So whether Elon Musk is saying, hey, we need to have balance of power, whether that's correct or not, obviously it's correct. You need to have balance of power. Um, it's more about why is he getting on board with giving his opinion on what the next election results should be, regardless of why or why not they should be that way. I'm Rabina Ahmed Huck, and this is On Point.